0: Wow, I can't believe this time is actually here. Welcome to our very first podcast. A good friend of mine planted this seed years ago when I first began writing devotions. I wasn't familiar with them, so as intriguing as it sounded, I let it simmer on the back burner. Well, it's been simmering long enough. As Building Bridges' ministry has grown over the years, it seems the time is right. God keeps nudging me, so I'm jumping in to learn something new. I'm glad I get to share this journey with you. I've been saying for a while now that I want to live my life out loud so you can see how awesome Jesus is in my life. I want to help you become a little closer to God today than you were yesterday. So whether it's through the scripture memory videos you see on Facebook or YouTube, or the devotions you read in our books or on our website, or listening to this podcast, let's follow God's lead together so we can discover new and exciting things about Him. God's Word is living, so He'll meet you right where you are. He'll meet me right where I am. I love new beginnings. Do you? When I looked up the word new, it said fresh. Maybe I'm just sitting here looking outside at this wintry day and dreaming of a springtime, but fresh reminds me of when I washed those new sheets I bought at the white sale and put them on our bed for the first time. Those new sheets feel so good. There aren't any knots on them. There aren't any thin areas from using them over the years. See, in Romans 12, it says, I urge you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. And since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let each exercise them accordingly. If prophecy, according to the proportion of his faith, if service in his serving, or he who teaches in his teaching, or he who exhorts in his exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness, let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. Not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer. Contributing to the needs of the saints, practicing hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not be haughty in mind, but associate with the lowly. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Never pay back evil for evil to anyone. Respect what is right in the sight of all men. If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. Never take your own revenge, beloved, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord." But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. And if he's thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap burning coals upon his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. See, it's easy to do something because you've done it before. You're familiar with it. You're comfortable with it. And it's easy to fall into a place where you go through the motions. The joy of the Lord isn't seen through you because you're not reflecting it. Maybe you've allowed knots to form over the years. That's where I was not so long ago. I was singing in a praise team because that's what I had done for several years in my previous church. I tried leading the early service because, well, they needed somebody. Well, I can tell you that preparing and leading a service is completely different from singing in a praise team with others. You see, I don't know music. I just love to sing. I love praising God and helping to lead others to praise Him, too. I didn't last very long because I was getting frustrated. Praying and selecting the hymns, meeting with someone to see what key the songs needed to be transposed in, meeting with someone to get the songs transposed, then practicing. Man, juggling this with a prayer group at work and a full-time job was difficult. Can you say stress? Stress is one of the worst things that I can give my body given a medical condition I have. Not long after I stopped leading worship, I began having horrible stomach pain. I had to take a leave of absence from work. I remember lying in bed thinking, wait a minute, this isn't how it's supposed to be. Earl wasn't supposed to be taking care of me. See, that's my husband. I've always been a very private person. Well, other than hiding behind my writing. All that privacy went out the window and I had to ask my neighbor to come care for me so that Earl could go back to work. My pastor once joked that he thought I fell off the face of the earth because I hadn't been to church in so long. Someone I didn't know very well at the time brought over homemade chicken broth, and that was so good, and it was so what my body needed at the time. You see, I had many trips in and out of the emergency room, and they would give me enough fluid to allow me to go back home, only to return a few days later. They didn't have any rooms available in the hospital, so they couldn't admit me. In fact, they were treating folks in the ER waiting room because all the triage rooms were full. Man, it was craziness. While I was at home, I remember receiving a text from our pastor's wife. She tells me, you know, time off work is a great time to write a book. Well, it kind of freaked me out a little bit because I had started writing my second book about a year earlier, but I never finished it. Well, I finally finished the second book, and all along the way, I was praying that God would draw those to the book that he wanted to read it. Many folks bought my first book, see, but I rarely heard instances of people reading it. It seemed more of a novelty for folks to have a book written by someone they knew than for them to read it for the way that it was intended. I kept saying that I wanted this book to be different, and I have many instances where folks have approached me, either while I was in line to order at Whataburger or while I was at church or in various parking lots around town. I even received phone calls at work where folks had been reading the book and telling me what they thought of it or asked me questions about it. This is exactly what I was praying for. I wanted God to get this book into the hands of those He knew would get something from it. I'm sharing all this with you to encourage you to be open to doing something that God's direction um, so that you too can experience Him in a fresh new way. It may be um, through the same activity, but with a different heart. It may be a slightly different activity, allowing the joy of the Lord to shine through. It may be a combination of the same thing you do now along with something else, and that something else may turn out to be the thing that you love and have a true true passion for. See, that's what leading worship is for me now. I hope you'll be open to doing something that the Lord is asking you to do, especially if you're not feeling equipped to do it. That is the perfect recipe for God's grace and mercy to show in your life. He shows you grace and mercy so you can share His goodness with others. You sharing how God is faithful in your life will be the encouragement someone else needs to hear so that they too can begin to believe and experience Him in a fresh new way. Allow God to give you a new beginning. Let's take this journey together. Just think if you were one of the magi led to see Jesus in the epiphany, what gift would you have given Him? What gift would you give Him today? Well, pray asking God to direct you and start a new beginning with Him. Be obedient to His direction, especially if you're not feeling equipped. Ask for opportunities and then look for them because they're all around you. And stay in prayer with God along the way. Stay in the moment. Don't let the enemy plant seeds of doubt. Give God the glory because that is what it's all about. Now you might be saying, Tina, I'd love to do something for God, but I just don't have the time. Well, think about where you would be today if Christ hadn't saved you. Remember what Christ did for you on the cross. I mean, meditate on that for a little while. Let that sink in. When you truly admit what your life would have been like if Christ hadn't paid your penalty for your sin, um, let your action be your response to Him. That's your act of worship. Don't worry about someone else's story of their salvation moment. See, your moment is your moment. Take responsibility for your time. You're as close to God as you choose to be. I know, I got a little close to home on that one. (laughs) But God doesn't expect you to do it all. Through prayer time with God each day, ask Him to help clarify what's important. You don't have to be all things to everyone. In fact, you can't be all things to everyone. Believe that God will help you. Ask Him for help. Then tell a close friend what you're planning to do for God so they will help encourage you and hold you accountable. For some of us, writing things down make them seem more real. So write down what you're hearing in your prayer time. I set time aside each morning before I start my day because otherwise I tend to put it off and then I'm exhausted. I also notice when I miss my time with God in the morning, I feel it all through the day. For you, your best time to focus may be on your lunch hour. It may be in the afternoon or in the evening before you go to bed. Experiment and see what works best for you. I promise you won't regret it. What's your plan to study God's Word in 2020? What's your plan to grow your relationship with God in 2020? I'm looking forward to taking this journey with you this year. It's a great year to be deliberate in your growth with God. Get your clear vision, your 2020 vision. I hope to hear how God is proving Himself faithful to you as you talk with Him. Listen to Him and step out in faith to tell others of His love, to show others of His love. Remember to give God the glory. For the next 30 days, discover, discover the best time for you to read God's Word and talk with Him. I recommend starting in the book of John in the New Testament. It's written to new Christians and non-Christians with emphasis being um, that Jesus is God. Its goal is to prove Jesus is the Son of God and all who believe will be saved. Remember, there is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus, so don't beat yourself up if you haven't been reading your Bible or praying for a long time. Till next time, drop me a line and let me know how you're doing. So build bridges and allow God to change your life. You'll never regret it.